Hi, Hi friends. friends. I'm Loza. I'm Isaias, and this is Light in Love with Loseas, the podcast. We're a married couple living in Los Angeles, walking by faith and doing so transparently. Our hope is that this podcast leaves you feeling inspired as we navigate matters of light, love, work, and life. Thanks for tuning in. Baby, we are back. We are, we are back. Welcome, back. welcome back. Hey, light and lovers. Hold on, before we talk to them, can I talk to you? Yeah. Welcome back, Loza. Welcome back, Isaiah. Okay, let's do this. Isaiah's in this thing, y'all. Okay. Back now, like we never left. Back like we never left. Yeah. Uh, it's been it's been some time. When do we like finish our last episode for season one? Sometime in March. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How it has, feels like another lifetime ago, though. Sometimes I look, I'm like, has it already been? It's been half a year, I guess. Crazy. Six, six months or so. Yeah. Almost. Um, how have you been feeling since we last left? Uh, I think it's a, a lot of redeemed time. Whoa. You know? <laughs> I say that because, you know, putting these podcasts together takes time. It takes a lot of um, preparing, a lot of editing. Ego's not an editor. So I remember as soon as we finished, I thought to myself, wow, that took a lot of time. But it's cool because it feels like it was like a, oh, not to like, you know, size it up or whatnot, but like it size feels- it up, girl, size it up. <laughs> it feels like a work of art. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what exactly it is that you're creating, but in each episode, he's smiling at me. She called he this a masterpiece. Y'all that, heard that? That part. <laughs> she ain't lying though, is she? She ain't lying, though, is she? 102 reviews say otherwise. Yeah. um, Thank y'all for that, by the way. We'll get to the reviews. But yeah, the idea that like you start something in faith, you don't know what exactly it's going to look like, and you like start working at it. And then when you see the outcome of what's produced and you like, right, hindsight is twenty twenty. When you look back at the produced work, you're like, wow, God, you did that. He did do that. And and I think to to add to that, it's because like when we started this, we didn't really have a clear plan as to how it's supposed to look or like what the outcomes would be. I mean, we're still very much, you know, in the beginning phases of what we hope this could become. Yeah. Um, but it has been very rewarding to see how even over the course of one season, 10 episodes, mm-hmm. a lot of people seem to have really like found the conversations that we were having helpful. And and to yeah. be honest, I found it helpful even for ourselves to like think through some of these things mm-hmm. that we found to be relevant to our day to day and how we engage in culture and our faith. Yeah, it was cool to have like cousins, you know, from like out of town be like, yeah, it felt like we were in your living room because a lot of the times these are conversations that we have yeah. with friends in our house. And so um, they're authentic conversations, they're transparent conversations that we're having. And I'm excited to get back into it, to be able to share yeah. kind of what's moved us, what's inspired us, what's challenged us in the past. It helps us to be months. a little bit more uh, introspective, mm-hmm. which is a thing that Loza does for free every day. <laughs> and- Turn my brain <laughs> off. <laughs> and it, and I, I need some, uh, I need a little bit more like, you know, I, I need to be like directed to a place where I like 
focus on and, and I'm intentional about it because I just tend to go from one thing to the next. I'm like mm-hmm. very, if you guys haven't learned that about me already the last season, I am very goal oriented and I just want to get something done and move on to the next thing. But you know what? Sometimes it's important for us to reflect on how things went, what's really going on underneath the surface. Yeah. And this is a very organic way to do that. So thank you. Yeah, thank thanks, you guys. Light and Lovers. Yes. I'll be repeating that because we haven't come up with a new name for y'all, but I feel like that's still a good one, isn't it? I don't know it? if it's not quite hitting for me personally. <laughs> He's um, like, please stop using that. So it's, uh, it, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in last season, for sharing, for... Yeah, all of the support, all of the love. Um, you guys got us to 120 reviews on Spotify. 102. Hey, don't, don't, don't flex on them. Okay, on Apple Podcasts. Hold on, oh. try that again. Don't flex on them. Oh, you, oh, see, sound you, effects. I just got the first glimpse. Man, we're really just figuring this out. Y'all just got the first <laughs> glimpse of our sound effect game, okay? We're going to be slowly but surely building Turning it over time. Yeah. But I just want you guys to know it's going down this season. Yeah, that part. Uh. There it is. Okay. I'm going to let him be the one that's fine. that. It's fine. I already know that I'm going to get us like... It's fine. Crickets where crickets don't belong. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're working it out. Okay. Sorry That's about right. that. Yeah. There's, it says, do not despise the day of small That's good. beginnings. You That's know what good. I mean? So I like y'all are here for this. Y'all going to bear witness to something good being birthed here. But um, yeah. So as we were talking about the reviews, yeah, you guys got us to 120 on Spotify at five and 102 um, reviews on Apple Podcasts at 4.9. So that makes it's nice because it kind of gives us like a gauge to seeing you know how how the podcast is being received by you guys what your thoughts are you guys give us some potential ideas um one of the reviews that i wanted to read and we'll continue to try and work through these reviews with each of these podcast episodes um just a shout shout out you know thank you all for listening um this one was one that was written on march 3rd of this year with season one from how we ate um they say he or she i'm not sure Howie, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but they say, I've been following these beautiful people online for a while now. And it's so refreshing to get to have this platform to listen and learn from them. They are transparent, vulnerable, and have so much wisdom. 100% recommend. Five stars. There it is. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that, Howie. Hawaii uh, 88. Eight. Um. Yeah, so much love from you guys. We've felt it, uh, and we are excited for all that's to come in this season. Uh, so let's get to it. Yeah, welcome to season two, let's episode eleven. Go. Episode eleven. Um, we were like trying to figure out what is the best way to come back mm-hmm. in season two, and we we've like over the last couple of weeks floated a bunch of different ideas that we want to talk about for this next season. And we have some that we're considering. Uh, it's going to be kind of a, just it's, we're going to, we're going to be inspired in the moment and we're going to not pre-plan too much. Um, but as we were talking earlier this week, it kind of hit us that the conversation that we have to start today with is one that has been very integral to the start of our year and then we kind of revisited it again uh, a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just realized how important it was for us in terms of 
just determining what our North Star is. And we are here talking about the importance of our why. That part. What does that mean, babe? Yeah. So this past week, I was just thinking to myself sometimes, you know, when you kind of have consistency and routine and you're a person of like habit, sometimes you find that like passion kind of dissipates, you know, over time. Um, And that's because you're, you know, you're doing, you know, the tasks, you're doing the diligent work that needs to be done to bear fruit. You mean like when I started 75 hard and finished 75 hard and then started (laughs) eating Popeye's chicken sandwiches again? (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) You mean like that? We all have our own journeys, but yes, that's exactly why it just gets, it can can be, oh, that's, that's tracking. (laughs) It can be, um, Oh, not overwhelming, but it just can become mundane, tedious. I'm in my big boy era these days, okay? (laughs) No, we working back. We working back. We'll get, that's going to be another episode of conversation. Yeah. Health health is definitely important. But um, yeah, I say that just to say that like, yeah, as I kind of found myself in that space, I was like, wow, it's so important to like recalibrate, right? Like I'm a person that likes to like go back and retrospect, look at what worked, what didn't work, and then try to tweak it to be better for what's coming. But I just found myself in a place where I'm like, dude, I'm like losing zeal. I'm like, my ambition is there. And um, immediately I had um, like some imagery, like, and I think a lot in like pictures and stuff. And I was just thinking like, wow, it's so crazy. Like, imagine you're on this road. And I shared this with you. Yeah. Um, but like, you're refresh, imagine- my, refresh my memory. <laughs> This is how most of our conversations go in the house. You said that? No. When did that happen? Um, But yeah, so you're walking down this road and basically you're not necessarily knowing where you're going. You have like no intention on getting anywhere particularly. But um, as you're walking, you see like a bunch of beautiful things along this road, you know, and it's like things distracting you to the left, things distracting you to the right. So you kind of slow down a little bit. And I was thinking, wow, like, That's so crazy because sometimes I find that's how I feel whenever I am not focused as to where I'm trying to get to. And sometimes that's easy when you're like the vision is not clear. The path is not clear. Uh, When those things are not clear, it's like meandering. Yeah, like you meander, you take your time, like you kind of lose the intention of the Getting purpose of why you're... Getting tossed by the wind, you're just going just, where the, with the flow, you wherever, know what I mean? whatever feels good, whatever's in yeah. the moment. Yeah, and I found like even with like losing the zealer and how that like translated to the actual, my situation in the past week, it's like, you know, my days weren't as like intentional, they weren't as purpose, they just seemed like I was making do the best I could and if it worked, great, if it didn't so what, you know, you roll into the next day. And so I just kept thinking to myself, wow, it's so important to like crystallize vision as to where you're trying to get to so that every step that you're taking is intentional. Every step that you're taking is like purpose towards arriving somewhere, you know? And I think as a whole, a lot of us, we know this, this idea kind of big picture that mm-hmm. vision's important. You know, mm-hmm. we talk all the time about how, you know, of course the Bible says without vision, the people perish. Mm-hmm. And I think we all know we have goals and like we're kind of moving in a certain direction. But I think what we're talking about, at least why it registered so deeply to us most recently, is that we're really talking about it from a granular, mm-hmm. kind of very hyper-specific mm-hmm. standpoint. And like, even if we don't know exactly each move that we're going to make. Mm-hmm. It's like really understanding the why behind the vision that mm-hmm. I think is the sustaining force. Because mm-hmm. like, even if we say, yeah, I'm going to 
I'm going to get up just for an example. I'm going to get up and work out every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's like my vision for myself. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a clear vision. That's a clear direction. Mm-hmm. But like if you can attach that to a why, mm-hmm. it's like I need to work up and work out every day because I need to be healthy for my children yeah. or I need to get ready for this mm-hmm. opportunity mm-hmm. or whatever the case might be. There's like a serious motivating factor to that. Yeah. And, you know, I think what was really cool for us this week and we, sh- we should talk about is how we thought about that from the perspective of all of the different pieces of our life mm-hmm. and how they tie together. Yeah. So let's go back to the beginning of the year because yeah. at the very beginning of the year, I personally felt overwhelmed at this idea that Loza and I, have we talked about this before? I don't know. You're about to surprise uh, me. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> We've at, at the very beginning of the year, we had, I felt very overwhelmed by the mm-hmm. idea that w- we had our hands in so many things. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a real estate business. You know, we have our family life that we're trying to do right mm-hmm. by. We have my acting career that's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, you know, our goal for wanting to, you know, be people who can give of ourselves to the community. Mm-hmm. Like there's, yeah, there, there's just so many different things, right. you know? And we were like, how do all these things even make sense? And mm-hmm. how do they work together? Mm-hmm. And we did this really great exercise where we were able to say, okay, well, this fits here, this fits there. What's the, what's the cohesion? What's the thing that makes all this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, come together? And we kind of found, you know, that, that like connectivity. But I think what really made it really drilled down for me was when we revisited it again and we said the why for why we do what we do is really kind of inspired by one baseline thing which we've seen to be true mm-hmm. individually together from the first time we were married mm-hmm. is that we are people who love to encourage others mm-hmm. and we want to like stir up a sense of belief in people, right. whatever that might look like. Like we, I think we both instinctively mm-hmm. see like an importance in that. Yeah, and I think connecting that thing that's true about us organically into how that relates to everything we do mm-hmm. was a really helpful experience. Yeah, yeah, I I like that. And only in hearing you talk, I'm like, wow, that's interesting. Because oh, what like kind of like backtracking the why and a vision really are different, but the why clarifies and further crystallizes yeah, yeah, yeah. the vision, totally. which is so important because a lot of the times we're not asking ourselves that question. And I remember um, to kind of uh, connect it to the point you just made, even about our, you know, at the start of the marriage, like the right as we were getting married, um, you know, doing some premarital counseling and stuff, I think one thing that we had asked ourselves Some is light we, counseling <laughs> yeah. very light yeah for uh, those of you guys who are not married i highly suggest you guys dive in deep to premarital counseling yeah like uh, with structure with structure and, yeah we we kind of we kind of freestyled it a little bit we we piece it together yeah um maybe that's well, a different episode yeah it worked we'll, we'll out we got, we got some good little bits from everybody <laughs> we but did. there's a true bit for those of you guys who are getting married please do premarital counseling Yes, and if you need recommendations, yeah. come see us. We can we know a lot at of least connect you to yeah. somebody that will. All right, sorry, keep going. Um, but yeah, we asked ourselves, well, what is, you know, I, and there's so many books out there, right? The Meaning of Marriage by Timothy Keller and some other great like books on marriage and what it's supposed to look like. But individually for us, you know, I'm a, a purpose-driven individual, right? I do a lot of things tied to intention. I know Isaiah was the same way, pretty ambitious too, before we came together. And so when we came together, we knew that yes, while marriage is a purifying process for two people to come together to mirror the kingdom of God on this earth, 
why do we feel like God has brought an Isaiah and a Loza, mm. our individual, you know, like idiosyncrasies, talents, passions together? Like what could he be wanting to do? And so we just kind of prayed about it. And one thing that has been, you know, initially, and it's kind of followed us everywhere, but um, we kind of labeled it as an objective for our union. And that was to stir faith to inspire hope and to share the love of Christ in and through our marriage. And so whenever we're like navigating different things, that's always been our like going back to inspired by first, first Corinthians 13, 13, you know, at the end is faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And so if we can base our entire life around these things that God is telling us are integral to like, you know, life and the things that are really going to last at the end of the day, how can we build our life around that? And so that became our original why. And over yeah. time, you know, it's looked differently, right? And that's and even that was, you know, even preceding that, um, we noticed something in each other, which I believe was part of what drew us to one another, mm -hmm. is the very first time that I like really looked at Loza as someone who is kind of special was when... We've, we when we were talking on Twitter and uh, I forgot how we got to that point, but she was like trying to, she encouraged me with, I forgot what, what verse or something, mm -hmm. a very Christian girl thing to do, I guess you could say. <laughs> it was a verse in second Chronicles. S such an odd, <laughs> such an odd place to pull from. I uh, would love to remember what that verse was, but um, all that to say, I was like, for someone who like, cause I, I'm typically the one that's like, you know, hyping up my friends or, mm -hmm. you know, trying to like, you know, push people to believe more for themselves. And I was like, oh, wow, she really went out of her way to like mm -hmm. try to lift me up. I was like, I kind of appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw that in her. So then eventually when we got together, it was clear that that was something that was true about both of us. And mm -hmm. I think from there, and, and we, we didn't have, I don't think we had this realization like in this way at the time, but looking back over the years and even looking at like, you know, the things that we're doing in our lives now, it's like that I believe is again, part of the reason why we were brought together. And that's, that through line is true, has to be true for us in everything mm -hmm. that we do, mm -hmm. because that's just true to who God's made us to be. Yeah. And I feel like that's when we're our best. You yeah. Know, that's a gift that God's given I, us. I agree. I was telling Isaiah this past week. I just think that it's, I don't know. I feel like God is too creative and too meticulous to let all like for a heart that fears the Lord, when we get inspiration and like things, I don't know, it feels like God is inspiring a vision within us. There's a part of me that's very hard pressed to believe that those things don't align yeah. with an objective that can kind of um, umbrella your life, if that makes sense. So for example, us identifying the fact that we're both encouragers, you know, clearly seeing that that's a gift that from the Lord um, and wanting to stir faith, inspire hope, and to share the love of Christ. M me seeing that Isaiah's, you know, learning that he wants to become, you know, in in the entertainment industry, wants to become an actor, that I love writing, that he's in real estate, that I'm a pharmacist. All these things seem kind of like random, but I think when you kind of sit there and you ask the Holy Spirit, okay, God, show me how all of these pieces work together to bring you glory. And 
pieces start to kind of fall and yes. line together. Because like, I think it's one you know? thing, and and this, and I want to be very clear. I want to, we want to compel you guys to think critically about the gifts you have and what you believe God's put inside of you, mm-hmm. and then think about like how all these things tie together. So let's give you an example. Mm-hmm. So you know, we were thinking about all these different seemingly disparate pieces in our life. And we were thinking about the things that God's instilled inside of us. And like Loza was saying, when you kind of go back to that place of reflection of being like, why did God put these different things here? I know I'm passionate about this. Mm-hmm. I know this is important to me. This is how I'm making my living. And like, like, what is the connective tissue there? And I think sometimes you don't see the answer when you're just kind of looking at it from like a, a bird's eye view. But when you really start to like, you know, think about the, how the different pieces can connect, you realize, oh, like there's some purpose here. Mm-hmm. So for us, us know, I think if there's, if there's like one like kind of statement that kind of ties it all together after like a lot of reflection uh, that, I, that, that we kind of discovered, it's that our statement, I don't know if you call this the vision or the mission or what, mm-hmm. is, is helping other people believe for more. Mm-hmm. Helping other people believe so for more. Stirring faith. Stirring faith. However yeah. you want to frame yeah. it, it's yeah. like we like are both passionate about helping people believe the best in themselves. We want them to we want them to see what's better. It's like you know, us experience like yes, of course, you, you there's so many different ways into how you can translate that. Us being believers, like we've experienced God's love and we want other people to feel and experience that in the most authentic, mm-hmm. organic way. Mm-hmm. But also this like it, this like expands in so many different ways. So even like and it's this is why it's so important to think about it. it's like even when I I think about my like career as an actor. I was like really thinking to myself, yes, I love the creative process and like this is something that's fun for me. But then when I really started peeling back the layers, I'm like, why why am I not just content with going to like some hole in the wall theater and like just just pr- doing some plays there every so often and just like kind of exercising that muscle and enjoying that just for myself, mm-hmm. which I would, but mm-hmm. I think it's more important it's not it's not just that i think i realized that part of this process that i actually really like want to see come to pass is that through me stepping out and doing something that i believe is a very unusual unlikely challenging mm-hmm. uh line of work i want to through that help other people see that God could use anyone or anything to accomplish even what seems the most unlikely. Mm-hmm. Like I realized through that reflection that that is equally important to me as the joy of of, of doing my work as an actor. Mm-hmm. Similarly, you know, when we think when I think about like what we're doing on the real estate front, mm-hmm. I, it's it's not just the fact that we're helping people buy and sell homes. Mm-hmm. It's like. I realized the the most important part about that is that not only are we playing a role in people's, you know, process of finding a home that they'll love and like doing all the due diligence to help them do that, but we also want to be a part of a process that people might feel overwhelmed by and helping them see that it's actually possible for them to do it in a market or a climate that's mm-hmm. very difficult. Mm-hmm. We want to be people who can come alongside you and be like, you know, I know this is challenging. I know this is hard, but we can see a path forward for you. So don't lose hope. Yeah, you know? exactly. And that tends to be like a big part of like, you know, what mm-hmm. we do for people also. Yeah. So. And I think it's interesting that, you know, I am fascinated by the idea that like not everybody's thing that makes them passionate is the same. So like for us, 
the reason that, you know, stirring faith and inspiring people to want to believe for more, I feel like is kind of the through line is because we are encouragers. So if you like yeah. even look at that word to encourage, it's to instill courage within somebody. And as we know, courage is, you know, you're seeing fear, but you're moving forward anyways, right? So like when a person is discouraged, they are without the courage and they're not able to, um, yeah, they're not able to face certain things in their life, right? Right. And I think that's something that I know yeah, I, I just hate seeing. I hate when people are like, oh, I can't do this. Or I, I don't I know. hate that too. Hey, how about that? <laughs> you know, and the idea that like, you know, encouraging people with, you know, the things that who we know to be true of God and what he says about us and what he says about our role here in this earth, you know, to like know him and to make him known through the work that we do, whatever that is. Like the desire to instill that in people is like so through us. That's the, this idea of like faith. We want people to believe that, hey, you you actually can. And that's very unique to, I and mean, there, there are some of you guys that are out there as encouragers. We we know when we you yeah. find a fellow encourager, you know, all it takes is like, okay, blue shirt, you know, someone tell you, okay, yeah. blue shirt, when you're wearing a blue shirt, <laughs> the day just changed. You know what I mean? Like, you just need someone now to I see like, you out there with that button down. Okay. What they say, red boot ministry. You know someone just got to tell me one time that my lip gloss is, you know, popping or that my curls are on point and you know the the, the day is completely okay, transformed beer gang. You know? okay <laughs> i see your beer connected <laughs> i see those eyebrows thank you guys thank you for noticing you know um but yeah you just feel seen validated you know and heard from individuals like that so shout out to you guys the ones that are encouragers we're encouraging you keep doing it it makes a difference it really but i think the, the point that loves is making is that yeah. whether you're an encourager or whatever exactly. else your gift or the thing that just comes to you most organically that it's clearly god-given not even attached to a profession mm -hmm. or like a job function it's just the thing that just comes alive in you, you naturally which could probably be applied to any profession, really. Like, if you're a good listener, if you're an empath, like, these gifts that God has given you are very unique. And I, I I go back to this idea that, like, the things that make us come alive, right? The things, all of it kind of connects. The things that make you come alive are used to address the things that grieve your heart in this world, right? Mm. So the things mm. that make us come alive is seeing people come alive. What grieves us is the fact that people mm. are constantly discouraged. Right. So God uses our ability to encourage, to meet the need of those that are discouraged in this world. Right. Does that make sense? So like asking yourself, what's the thing that's making me come alive? What's the, the gift that I've got? And what is bothering me so much? Is it, you know, it's, and it could be different causes. It could be different situations. And how do I use, you know, the first to meet the second? And I feel like that's how God reaches people through us and why he gives everybody like the ultimate why, right, is to know the Lord your God and to to and love make, Him and to, to love your neighbor, neighbor. The process exactly, and to make Him known. Um, but how He does that is going to be different through everybody, and that's where He's stirring up passion. That's where He's inspiring everyone. Unfortunately, I wish we could. I could say that all of us are like privy to that or aware of that. I feel like a lot of us are just walking aimlessly and just doing, you know what I mean? Just which, do, doing Which life. brings us back to the original like kind of musing that you were having. It's like, mm -hmm. I think, and I, I feel like we've, we're victim, we fall victim to this oftentimes too. I think the default mode for a lot of us is just to kind of meander. Even if we have like a, and what's deceptive is that even if we have kind of like a vague direction or a vision that we've assigned for ourselves, I think 
a lot of times that goal, that loosely defined goal still allows us to kind of wander on the way there. And it's not mm-hmm. to say that everything happens in a straight line. Right. It's that I think we owe it to ourselves to really think about, oh, what is the what is the thing that God's put inside of us that motivates us to like really be the full best version of ourselves? Mm-hmm. Not assigned to a profession, yeah. not assigned to any specific task, mm-hmm. but it's like, what is this thing that God's put inside of us? Mm-hmm. And then you know, thinking about how that connective tissue aligns with where God's placed you. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, like, it's easy to be easy to think, to think to yourself, oh, well, like, what does acting and real estate mm-hmm. and, and writing, know, podcasting, and podcasting and writing have anything to do with each other? They, they really have nothing to do with one another. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at it through the lens of like, you know what, the thing that makes us come alive is that we really love this idea of helping people like see the best in themselves mm-hmm. and believe for more. And believe for the impossible. And believe for the impossible. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all these things kind of just come together and actually mm-hmm. make sense. So, you know, what I want to encourage you guys to do is to take stock of your life, take, to- take, mm-hmm. take stock of what God's put inside of you and ask yourself, how do all these things come together for God to use them in a way that only he can? That's yeah. specific to you and your story. Yeah. Because, you know, it's so possible that right now you could be looking at your life and be looking at what could look like a bunch of disconnected pieces mm-hmm. that make no sense. But with the right vantage point that God's put inside of you, mm-hmm. you could look at that same picture and actually see something that all of a sudden makes all the sense in the world. Absolutely. And I think once you have that why, um, I, I actually want to reference something that I, when I was working at Walgreens, my boss did this like program with us and it was called game changers shout out to you rich Mm. i reference this thing all the time and i use it with so many different people but like he um kind of was sharing and i haven't read the book yet but he was referencing a book by whoa um, not lozo quoting a book she hasn't read (laughs) no no no. it's the the model that i want to share um i've watched the ted talk so it it is pretty (laughs) applicable uh, don't crucify me, man. Um, <laughs> um, but yes, if you have, it's a super long book. I actually downloaded it on Audible and never got to it, but it's called, yeah, you know, um, it's a book by Simon Sinek and it's called Start With Why. Um, and basically why we did this at work was, by the way, don't laugh at me. Some people clown, up, clown on me. Excuse me for one moment. No, wrong one. You know what? I'm sorry. Forget that just happened. We'll, we're going to try that again in a second. Go ahead. I'll let you do the I don't, wah, wah. Okay, me, It was the blue one. No, what, no, I was trying to look for the... That's a laugh track. Okay. okay. We get in there, guys. Right, we'll That's but yeah, they cl- a lot of people call me because English is my second language. So when I say the word why, now I'm like saying it the right way. W H Y. I always pronounce W and H's with everything. So I say why, and they would call me at work. Why? What? White House. What? You know. But I don't do it. What is what? But like why? You're fine. You're why fine. Honestly, like, no one, no one would ever. Even but if up you, on that. yeah, if you did hear it, that's why I do that. So, um, but anyways, so he d- he did this um, exercise with us at work because. He wanted us to understand the reason we were doing the things that we were doing at work. So a lot of it's like behavior rather than tackling behavior modification, right? Like I need you to verify so over many scripts in this set amount of time or um, tackling the behavior of like efficiency or this is how I want you to doctor detail or whatever the case may be. He 
was smart because he had us kind of evaluate our personal whys and then apply that in a work setting and connect it to what is Walgreens why and how do the two marry each other. So it's kind of like goes into not only is this going to be a personal assessment that Isaiah was encouraging you to do, but you'll be able to find that once you determine, your yeah, your why, it will dictate your how and your what. And so what I wanted to share from the book he had said, you start with why it was just this. You need to have the clarity of why the discipline of how and the consistency of what. So, you know, the why is obviously the purpose, the cause, the vision, or the belief. The how is obviously ways to realize the intangible ideas and what is the actual tangible forms of the why. So, you know, I think for us, even when it comes to like Tedra's team or like our marriage or like child rearing and all the ways that we're like wanting to stir faith, inspire hope and you know, um, share the love of Christ in and through us. That's our big why. How we do that is like we stir faith through a podcast. Mm. We do it through, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll speak for, you know, different um, churches. We'll, or like we do it on this podcast or right we do now. we're doing on this podcast or sometimes we'll, you know, the why maybe I want to stir faith or inspire hope in the workplace. I love to bring that and bring it into a workspace when I'm dealing with so many people that did I may you say, not have. Did you say 10% giving model? I didn't, <laughs> but please, yeah, bringing it into our, exactly, well, stirring faith, that's, inspiring that's kind of, hope. That's kind of what it's, that, that's kind of what it brought Yeah, so out. yeah, go ahead. Oh, you can share on that. Well, it's just like, you know, thinking about how this idea of stirring faith and like hope in people in the different facets of our life, we as we were discovering how we wanted to have this be consistent in every aspect of our life, we thought to ourselves, okay, so in addition to the fact that we are helping people through the home purchasing process, how in a climate like this one, where it's become increasingly difficult for people to get a home with low inventory and costs are rising, mm -hmm. how can we, how can we help people tangibly believe that this is possible for them? How can we exactly. put our own skin in the game? And like, you know, this is like, this is not like something that, comes naturally to me. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. It's like when I think to myself, you know, like we're already working in a business that is purely commission based and everything, there's nothing like regular about it. And then you're like, oh, okay. Like people are, people are feeling this pain and the struggle of like trying to find a way to make it happen. Mm -hmm. But even though there's nothing consistent about what we're doing, how can we still meet people there? To me, that felt like, you know, it kind of felt similar to like the tithing principle in a sense. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, kind of giving giving something that, you know, is there's like no real guarantee. Mm -hmm. Actually, there is a guarantee according to what God says. <laughs> but like, I guess what I'm trying to say is we just wanted to extend ourselves in a way that helped people believe that things were possible. Yeah. And what better way to do that than just to, you know, show people through our actions as opposed to just our words. Because I think it's, mm -hmm. I think it's one thing to like juice people up with what you say, but I think it's another, totally another thing to do it with backing it up with your, with your life with and your, your actions. actions. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that, what you, the model itself, what it became was the what for us, right? So what like, do you mean by that? So like our why was stirring faith, inspiring hope and, you know, sharing the love of Christ. How we did that was through real estate, through serving you guys. And the what that resulted from that how is a 10% giving model. It's right. the fruit of, right, right, right. of that process. And so um, sometimes you can kind of work backwards, maybe look at all of the what's in your life, you know, all of the different areas that you're doing. So like, you know, 
my job or loza writing. These are end games, like end products. Now, why do I like what's moving my writing? What's moving me at work? You know, days that I'm like coming alive. What is that? Is it how I'm how I'm um, showing up for my coworkers? Is it how I'm like leading them? And then backtrack to determine your why. Well, why is it that that method makes me come alive so much? And then you can basically work backwards. Are you that saying that sense. your why is, are you, I don't think I so thought about you saying living, your why is changing for? Not changing. I think, so the why will dictate your, that the how and the what, right? right. So like the byproduct and the fruits of your right, life. Right, you Those can things look, can look different. Correct. Yeah. So you can look at Currently, if indeed you are looking for your why, look at the fruit, look at the, the oh, products that's reverse being reverse, reverse engineered. Engineer. Oh, okay. Yeah, look at the fruit. And if indeed the fruit of your life does not align with the why, then maybe that might explain why you're experiencing burnout. Yeah, that's interesting. A loss of passion, um, feeling like things are have kind of gotten tedious, you know, and and then obviously when all of that's determined, then you'll realize that the vision has kind of been lacking as yeah. well. And so that's kind of what I felt like maybe when that we entered like this, like tedious, it's not because I didn't know my why it's because I was looking at the fruit and I'm like, wait a second, I don't want to over exhaust myself yeah. doing something that is not aligned to the things that I feel like really are the objective really are, you know, I think I like, I compass. like this idea of, of really getting down to the most granular level of this, because mm -hmm. I think it exposes a lot about ourselves too. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a good exercise because sometimes it's just helpful to even know what motivates you. Exactly. Because sometimes I think we can run through the motions, not really realizing what's the driving force. Mm -hmm. And then I think by doing this kind of exercise, at the very least, you'll know what motivates you and what's driving you. And it'll give you an opportunity to reflect on if you feel proud or good mm -hmm. about the motivations. Yeah. Because like if you strip it all down, you're like, yeah, well, you know, I get up and do this because I'm trying to just as a, I'm trying to give an example, a bad example, but like, I'm trying to be the richest man in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's what drives me. Yeah, that might be your why. Mm -hmm. But at least by, you know, stripping that down, it gives you an opportunity to say, to ask yourself if this is like a, if this is what you want your, if, it's, if it's, this is noble your in your eyes, if this is what you want to be the driving factor for you. Mm -hmm. And if it is, that's great too. Mm -hmm. That's great too. But at least I think we all owe it to ourselves to know what's motivating us and yeah. to be at least be able to name it and to see it mm -hmm. so you're not just going through the motions. Yeah, and living life aimlessly. Yeah. Like it the ultimate goal is to live a life on purpose, yeah. with purpose, you know. Um and that's what we're hoping we can encourage you guys to do is to wake up and Sorry, I'm going to say this also. Yeah. I think by looking this this is what I liked about this experience for us. By actually stripping it down and being able to call it by name and say, "Hey, I know this is true kind of instinctually, but like by actually naming it and saying what actually motivates me is that I really do enjoy the process of helping people believe more is possible mm -hmm. by like naming it like that and making it super clear. It also helped me like be able to think clearly about how to apply that in everything, in every space that I occupy. Mm -hmm. So now it's hard for me to show up in places and not and not think about, oh, are my actions aligning with this thing that I know to be true, deeply true about me? Mm -hmm. If I don't have that at the forefront, it's also possible for me to meander a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Even though I have like the big picture idea already kind of clearly defined, if I don't make it as, if I don't make that statement so 
clear for mm-hmm. me so that I have it at the forefront in every space that I show up, then I might not be staying true to what I believe is the most important. Mm-hmm. And the danger that shows up there is like, and you failing to, if you were to fail to do that, then those are days that go, quote, I don't, I hate to call them wasted, but like all of the potential, all of the best version of yourself that could have been presented or brought to that day doesn't get brought to that day. And that's terrifying to me because, you know, I I forget where in the Bible it says, but it's God teaches to number our days. Like we don't know how long we have on this earth. You know what I mean? And so living with intention and showing up fully as the best version of yourself on purpose is important. No day is promised. And so. So let me ask you guys. Yeah. Why do you do what you do? Why do you wake up every day? <laughs> What's your motivating factor? Why? I think that's the question. That's the question, guys. And yeah, that's all I've got to say. That's for all today. I got. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Not I, a single thing to say uh, outside of. <laughs> boom. That was a little anticlimactic. I didn't feel good. Yeah, about maybe. That. Let's try We're gonna have again. Uh, Go ahead and do it again, babe. There it is. We will master these songs. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Sorry about that. (laughs) We're working out the kinks. Season two's back, baby. We're back up Uh, here. We're we're happy to be here with you guys. We love you guys. Yeah, Um, and without further ado, as you guys know, each episode is sponsored by none other than... Tedros team. And if you're getting bored of hearing that, then we can uh, offer some other sponsorships if you would like for us to... um, Yeah, to, to preview what you guys do. Um, send us a DM. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we can we can chop it up. We can figure that out. But in the meantime, Tedros team <laughs> is uh, it's our it's our work. We we talked about it today, so we don't have to get yeah. into it. So you guys you know what it is. It is a real estate company. Seems to be burgeoning top dog premier Los Angeles real estate company present for all your buying, selling, and investing needs. Um, so if you are out of state and looking to partner with us, even though we cannot help you buy, sell, or invest in your state, what we can do is refer you to a partner of ours out there. Um, and yeah, so our ultimate goal is to get people connected with trustworthy individuals. Or if you're moving to LA, get connected with us. You know, obviously we yeah, want to. We're here for We want to be in your corner. So we're here for you guys. Thanks, Tedra's team. Um, and, anything else you gotta get off your chest? Uh, also the donor box. Actually, I've mm. been wanting to tell you guys. So um, we I will include it in the show notes here. But if you would like to include encourage us with this podcast financially okay (laughs) um feel free we have um our donor box available and you can contribute there that's actually god bless the people that have contributed that's how we've been able to upgrade our that's all you guys okay yeah yeah we're we're like just learning and there's so many different ways to improve quality um so if you feel so led feel free to um encourage us that way but yeah, we're excited for this season. We want you guys to tune in weekly. We've got a lot of different conversations that we've kind of been having that's like, oh, that's going to be good. Yeah. Only because, and we'll have like people at our house are like, you guys have to talk about that on the podcast. Because Lose and I will be squabbling about like 
something and we we're like no that's it no and then i'm like then, then my sister would be like oh this is probably something you guys should talk about in the podcast. yeah multiple like, times oh, we've yeah. kind of heard a couple of people yeah, say so that, maybe so. we have like a running list if you guys have any suggestions too, send us a dm yeah we still have some of yours from the last time and we've kind of worked them into yeah. how we want to incorporate it this season but yeah if you liked or even loved today's episode obviously let us know by leaving a review on spotify you'll yes. follow the three little like ellipses on Spotify, you can rate it on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review, which we will shout you out next time. Subscribe, share with everybody you know. Um, if you didn't find this encouraging, share it anyways, because I feel like somebody else might. So keep it going. Um, and be sure to follow us on social media. Our at handles are at lightandlove.life and at Isaiah Tedros. That's my name. Yeah, for some reason, I was about to say you. <laughs> I'm like, why is she asking me? She's like, like she's married to me. How does she not know that? I was going to say Isaiah's T, but that's your email. So if you want to shoot my man's an email, no crazy. Don't slide up okay. on his emails you all funny. But I, that's I think, Isaiah's it's, not, I think it's time to at, shut this down. At all right, guys. That's, I think Anyways, that's enough for now. That's all we've got for you. We love y'all. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.